Okay, guys, uh, today, I don't know about either of you, but I know in Q4, for me, I can kind of feel a little anxious, uh, actually. Like, there's just a lot that has happened in Q4. Um, I don't know if it's like the pending holidays, the like, you know, for us, our fiscal year ends and kind of we've got these big goals as a company. I've got big You're goals. trying to decide what to get me for my birthday. You can say it. I know that my birthday is in November. <laughs> exactly. How can we, right. how, what how, What do you give mm-hmm. to the man who has it all? It's a hard question, hard nut to crack each and every Q4. Yes. I get it. Yes. But, you know, I have, I rest assured that your present that you're going to give me for my birthday in October is going to set the bar low. So as mm-hmm. long as I get over okay. that, I'm good to go. Sure. No, I'll, I'll keep the keys to the Land Rover. It's fine. So, <laughs> you know, some of you listening might be feeling anxious about Quarter Forge simply because you feel like this year hasn't gone exactly according to plan. And you feel like, uh, is, is this basically over? Do I need to just try to survive you know, just sort of be swept away and kind of drift through. And I can't wait until Christmas. I've It's September and I'm already turning on Bing Crosby just to feel better and sleep at night. Uh, maybe it's not that bad. But you can get tired. And now is actually the perfect time. We want to bring you some hope in this episode. It's the perfect time to just hit pause for a minute and give yourself a chance to reset. Okay, it's, it's halftime. Tom Brady's down 28-3, maybe. You know what? There's still a chance. (laughs) There's still a chance. We're going to talk today about how to reset, reset your thinking. I think the fact is, guys, that our our thinking actually changes our behavior, and in turn, it changes our results. So today, we're going to look at these three amazing mindsets. It's going to help you shift into a different way of thinking about things that you need to adopt as you move into Q4. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with my colleagues, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you both. Happy Monday. Wow. Everyone just driving in their car just breathed a huge sigh of relief because they're like, (laughs) oh, thank God Verbs is back. Wow. Verbs is back. That was tough, but uh, good to have you back. And Thank I'm you, excited for this it. topic. It's it, yes. we're talking mindsets. It's a little scuba, you guys. It sounds like we're going to go deep on this episode. So I'm excited where it takes us. Okay, but before we go deep, can we go the opposite? <laughs> <laughs> Verbs, you missed this on surface? the most recent episode. But Blake and I talked about trapper keepers, and we have the uh, full focus yes. community is lit up with trapper keeper nostalgia. Now everybody's talking about their trapper keepers. They're posting which ones they had. Blake said this right before we started this episode, but is trapper keeper still around? And what do we have to do to get them to like produce these things again? And more importantly, Courtney, what do we have to do to get a a joint venture going? I know. Focus trapper keeper. I mean, it's kind of 
Back and forth. Obvious. There was some talk about somebody creating a Trapper Keeper cover for the planner. So wow. that's genius. Uh, yeah. Well, if anybody that can do it, win. we should do it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's why you're on the uh, show, Courtney. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's a good, good point. But guys, so I. I saw this message thread in the Full Focus community, which, by the way, if you're listening and you're not in this community, this community is so great. It is such a helpful community of people that – I'm serious. People ask questions like things they're getting – you know, they're stuck with or something they need help with, and it's just such an amazing group of people. Like, I love it so much. But somebody posted about the one and only Lisa Frank. Verbs, Nick, Blake <laughs> – who remembers Lisa Frank? Do any of you remember Lisa Frank? I know. I remember Lisa Frank's work. I don't know if okay. I would remember her by her name, oh. but I definitely remember the work. You do. Okay. Well, I after I saw those posts in the Full Focus community, I was like, you know what? I might still have a Trapper Keeper. And so I went and pulled down, kind of risked my life to pull down this box that says like Courtney's childhood memories. <laughs> and guys, I did not find a Trapper Keeper, but I did find... A Lisa Frank note from my friend, check it out, Misty, talking about a boyfriend. Um, <laughs> it was a really funny note. I I shared it with Nick earlier. It was like, just so you know, like I did not write this. This is a girl named Misty that I do not remember. But I just like evidence of the Lisa Frank era. Uh, but I really do wish I still had a trapper keeper. Courtney, Wait, you have to be hanging. People can't. Yeah, you have to read the note. Oh yeah, God. I mean, is Misty like? Are they still together? Like, how did that? Well, happen? okay, <laughs> you read the note. Like, oh yeah, wait, okay. This has to be like maybe like fifth or sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. Okay. Well, I had a lot of boyfriends, but I've dumped them because of something. But I dumped Jamie, the fifteen-year-old, and so Sam had a guy friend, and me and him got to know each other. So we both decided to go out, and his name is, on the back, Bo. He's 13 or 14, but he is very sweet and nice to me. He has already (laughs) gave, I'll correct the grammar here, given me uh, a necklace. We started going out August 4th, and so far it's great. Sorry so sloppy. Love ya, Misty. Wow. Uh, After a long laugh. Oh, love you, Lilas. Sister. L-Y-L-A-S. Guys, this is like pre, you know, text messaging. There you go. Acronyms. Wow. L-Y-L-A-S. Well, thank God Misty finally found love, you know, after that long pursuit. (laughs) A Google search for Misty and Bo did not turn up any merit. Darn. No registries out there for Misty and (laughs) Bo. Quarter four, the good thing that we have working in our favor is it's not over yet and there is 90 days left. So even though we see that the the end of the clock is winding down, we still have the advantage of using the time that we have left. So it's not over yet. Holidays, they're coming. They'll, They'll come anyway. But let's just start to think about these 90 days and what we could actually, how we can use them best with our time, with high leverage, you know, activity and just think through those things before we just count it all a loss as the year is just about to wrap. So this is real for me, you guys. I just bought something and I keep it on my desk because I need to be inspired for Q4 to not worry about the scoreboard, but to be worried about my processes, how I'm going to show up, what I've decided I'm going to do, who I'm going to be. So I bought this just to see see my friend here, 
Now for our, our radio audience, you guys can't see this, but uh, if we have I'm on video and I can't. Here's my guy. I can't even tell who that is because the video is David Hasselhoff. It's Sir Thomas Brady, and this is his book, The TB12 Method, which is a glorified uh, big magazine ad uh, for all his products, (laughs) but it's fantastic and I love it. And I literally keep it on my desk because I'm like, you know what? What would Tommy do? Is it 28.3 right now? Is that what it feels like? No, it's not over yet. Let's go get the ring. They'd probably tape the other locker room. Oh, Nick is a sore loser. Obviously, he's been torn <laughs> by Tom Brady. Nick is he's, so he's a, funny. He's a Kansas City Chiefs guy, I, I assume. Was, I was a Rams fan, of course. Oh, you're a Rams fan. We didn't have well, time for this. He's basically beaten everyone, so you could be a fan of anything. But uh, So, Blake, what you're saying is when it comes to the fourth quarter, the way you motivate yourself is you put people that can crush the fourth quarter, you know, literally. Um, and again, we talk about all the time, like – sports analogies because really we are like playing our version of sports like our sport yeah. is uh our profession um and so we it, in a lot of ways it, it is good to kind of look at those parallels of like okay how do you leave it all on the field you know how do you um instead of just like being like okay i can just let's just like forget about this year like let's start fresh but really use the urgency of like what's left in this year to to make the most of it so if you're struggling, if you're looking at the scoreboard and you're going, man, I, gosh, is this year just a wash? You know, I'm, I'm so far behind or I'm whatever. Remember that you can have a mental shift. You can pause. And I think a way to trigger this, you know, you can just look at Tom Brady, you know, that helps me. But, you know, if you, if you really want to grab a hold of it, um, or if you're a sore loser like Nick, what you need to do is revisit your why. revisit your why think about wait a second (laughs) what is this all for what am i what am i building towards what really motivates me because it's not just about this year it's about the life that you're building and so don't look at the scoreboard revisit your why and decide how do i want to show up in the fourth quarter regardless of how it lands and i think that's the mindset that will take you to a really strong finish of the year yeah i would add to what you just said blake and not that this is a pushback, but I would say it is important to at least look at the scoreboard so at least you know how much time is in the game. And there where you can formulate a plan <laughs> That's true. accordingly. That's true. Um, I would say like for me at this point in the year going into Q4, like I want to enjoy the holiday time with my family with as little pressure as possible. Like once, you know, Thanksgiving hits and we're in that zone between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's like, man, this is, we're winding down the year. I want to be able to enjoy these things with that, with my family and have a good family time. So that, that signals me to say, all right, well then if you want that to happen, then you have to look at whatever's on your work plate a little bit differently and make sure that everything has its necessary spots to be able to kind of land the plane into the holidays and, and be in that mode of, okay, I can enjoy this. I can be present as well. So that helps me start to think through my my Q4 a little bit more intensively, especially, you know, kind of coming into the end of the year. So first mindset, it's not over yet. The second one we want to talk about today is the right stuff, not all the stuff. Courtney, what do we mean by that? 
Yeah. Well, I think when we get to the fourth quarter, you know, our to-do list uh, can kind of start looking like a junk drawer. All those things that we've kind of said like, okay, we're going to delay that. We're going to push that to the fourth quarter. You know, that house project that you just keep putting off because it was really hot this summer or just all the things that you've wanted to do, you know, you can just kind of keep pushing them. Um, And now it's like you've got so much here at the very end. Um, in addition, I think a lot of times people are taking vacations in the midst of the fourth quarter. You know, usually you've got fall break, you've got obviously Thanksgiving and Christmas, but it can be very overwhelming um, when you look at everything you've got to do with sometimes a more with a limited amount of time as far mm-hmm. as like a quarter goes. But we talk about this all the time, but productivity isn't about getting everything done. You know, it's about getting the right stuff done. And I think being intentional about thinking about your work is really what's going to move you forward on figuring out what is the right stuff versus just arbitrarily going down a list of things that need to get done. You know, I don't think that's going to get you anywhere, but feeling overwhelmed at the end of this quarter. Something I'll do kind of a a mental exercise I'll do when I'm having a consultation with a small business owner is I'll say, hey, imagine that it's New Year's Eve. You know, you're pouring your spouse a a little flute of champagne. You're so happy. You feel so proud. Why? What things happened this year? You know, it's been what I'm talking about. But I'd ask our listeners this question. You know, imagine that it's New Year's Eve and you're like, oh my gosh, what an amazing finish. I'm so glad that dot, dot, dot and fill in the blank. Because what you'll find is that it's, it really kind of clarifies almost filters all those little things. It's like, oh man, I'm really glad that I always showed up to that, you know, weekly meeting that didn't really go anywhere that we probably should have just canceled, blah, 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 right? You'll think about the major things. I'm so glad that we were able to find and buy a house, or I'm so glad that uh, I was able to, you know, sign on X number of clients or whatever it is that would give you that feeling. And let that be a guiding light as you consider, well, what should my big three be for the quarter in terms of goals? Or what should my weekly big three be this week? I think that's a really great tool to use that frame of mind of, you know, how you want to feel at the end of this year is really a great, a great hack. Um, But I think every day, you know, as you're kind of evaluating what your daily big three are for the day, it's just to ask yourself, am I doing the right stuff today? Because I think it is really easy to get sucked into the trap of like, you know, when you feel overwhelmed of just doing what is easy, which for a lot of people, it's just like doing the next email in your inbox, you know, or like spending all day answering Slack messages or just doing the stuff that that is easy, but not the important stuff. And so I think this is a really great mindset shift um, for this quarter when probably more than any other quarter, your to-do list can be really long.
Well, you probably know the benefits of a compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. All right, so moving on to mindset number three, and this is an important shift for everybody because we all have to process through this. But mindset number three is, I am not what I do. I am not what I do. And it's it's easy, I think, for all of us when we get mixed up to what we're able to bring to the table or what we produce as a person at work or even at home. And we work ourselves into the ground because we're in this mode of just trying to continue to be productive, trying to hit the deadline and our identities get connected to that sometimes. All right, Courtney, as the uh, resident Enneagram three of the bunch, why don't you uh, (laughs) put on your scuba gear and see how deep you can go on this one. But I don't want to. (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. No, gosh, this one, like, it just hits so home uh, for me. And I know Take your time. Like, Take you're, your just, time. you're just ready to go. You're like, let's have all the feelings and jump in, jump in. Yeah, I'm just seeing if we can get Courtney to cry on this episode. Um, <laughs> that's kind of my main objective. I tried to put that in the edit. We'll see. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I'm I'm teasing, but I think we all struggle with this to some degree. I know I do, where you feel like, hey, I've fallen behind. I mean, to me, verbs articulated really well, this need to sort of always be doing more. For me, what it kind of looks like is if I have this feeling of I haven't done enough or if I'm behind on a goal or it's the fourth quarter and realistically, it's like, hey, that's I probably need to adjust the timeline on that or you know, I have to change that because it's just no longer going to be possible. To me, I can kind of take those losses as losses or failures and then bear you know treating treating a missed goal deadline as a failure it's like we're just one step away from going oh i'm actually a failure i don't mm-hmm. do goals well i can't do x y and z and then that dra- the reason we need to shift this mindset before we get going in the fourth quarter is because taking that feeling into <laughs> the end of your year is not a recipe for success. You're asking for, you know, tougher days. You begin to live with that sort of expectation of this is kind of, you take on that identity of 
I'm, I'm behind. I can't manage it. I'm, I'm overwhelmed all the time because there's always more to do. So that's sort of what it looks like more in my life. You know, this one of, of shifting to, I'm not what I do. Yeah. And I think that's good because then you're, you've created or we've created not only a time hurdle uh, that we perceive is coming, but also an emotional and a mental hurdle that whatever we set out to try to accomplish um, kind of begins to drag. Um, and it makes it even that much more harder to try to try to just make it to the end of the year in a healthy place. So probably a scuba level that we won't be able to reach on this podcast is sort of where you're going to source your identity from. Like that's a whole, we just start a whole other <laughs> podcast and I would host no, that it. podcast gladly, you know, <laughs> because that answer is going to be different for people, different mm-hmm. walks of life, different belief systems and so on and so forth. But it does kind of naturally lead to that, right? Probably the easiest way to stop believing that you are what you do is to start believing that you get your identity from something else besides what you do, right? And so we're not here to necessarily prescribe that, but I would prescribe searching that out or reinforcing that. Maybe it's a a religious or kind of a God belief you have. Maybe it's this, hey, I'm, I, I create who I am and I'm choosing this and this is what I'm, you know, whatever the case may be, I, I think that's probably the way out of this is, is recognizing, hey, you have permission to not be held hostage to what you do as like your prescribe or your source of like what you are, but you get to yeah. actually be an active participant. You know, your belief system around that is huge because if you believe, hey, just because I fail, like failure is just part of the process. I am successful. Like my nature is I pursue and achieve success. Then a failure doesn't feel like a failure, right? That's why it's so powerful to take that into the fourth quarter, because regardless of the scoreboard, regardless of other people's behavior, your clients, your boss, whatever, you can still win. Yeah. I think we can say if you're listening and you are a human being, then that alone you have inherent value in who you are, which is going to go, which far surpasses anything that you're going to be able to do at work or in this lifetime in general. But by the fact that you are a human being, you have inherent value. And that's important for you to know. Yeah. And I would just add, I I think for me, when I've had these seasons, you know, this is a really, you know, (laughs) again, this is a, this is a really deep topic, but it's like, once you get in this like cycle, it's kind of hard to get out. You know what I mean? It can just keep propelling itself deeper and deeper, you know? Um, And I think for me, you know, one of the ways that I've been able to kind of reset in these moments is just putting voice to those feelings. I think a lot of times we just let those like simmer and we kind of start creating narratives around those things. And we start projecting what people may be thinking about maybe certain failures or your performance at work. And it can really shape your worldview. And so I think giving voice to those either with someone you trust or, you know, your therapist who (laughs) would certainly be great at guiding you through that or Blake, um, you know, (laughs) I think that's really important is really helped me in my um, life kind of reset. Courtney, I think that's good. I think another way that we could possibly also just help others is Anytime, let's say you're working on a team and somebody does something that helps somebody else out and they say, hey, man, I appreciate you uh, getting this done um, or something that's attached to a task or an effort that they're just appreciating them for. But also adding on to that, hey, beyond what you're able to do, I just appreciate you as a person just so 
we kind of add a little bit of friction against, well, they're just thanking me because I was able to provide this for them. But then bringing it back to, hey, I appreciate what you did, but I just appreciate who you are as a person. And even, you know, thinking through that, I think is a way for us to help others, again, kind of break that flow of thought of, well, I'm, I'm only important. I have value because of what I bring work-wise to a team. Ugh. Verbs, that's so good. Um, and I think that's true with our kids too. I mean, yes. I, it's just that applies on so many different levels. I think that's yes. really, really wise. So the good news is you don't have to fall behind or burn out in the fourth quarter. You can achieve success by resetting your thinking to remind yourself that it's not over yet and that the goal is to get the right stuff done and that you are not what you do. So, Blake, Courtney, any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners today? I have a final thought. <laughs> I'm scared. You have one tell, us, it? tell us it's, what you think. Well, the good news is it's not as deep as you think it's going to be. It's really not deep at all. So I've tried to, you know, go deep and do a big mental shift before. And sometimes it's I just find a lot of resistance to that. And usually it's because I'm making that attempt almost like to, to continue the scuba analogy, it's almost like I'm making that attempt with, with low oxygen in the tank. Mm. And so my final thought is if you're feeling down, skeptical, critical, cynical about this upcoming quarter and how you could finish out the year really strong, my advice is to get do what you need to do to get to a place to feel good, to feel inspired before you start to look at things like, man, how do I make this mental shift? Or how can I do this better? Or how can I brainstorm? Don't brainstorm or try to do this type of stuff from a place of feeling really down or feeling really exhausted. So for some of you, it may be, hey, I need to set an appointment where it's just a few hours and all I'm doing is reading a book that inspires me or a biography or listening to an interview, you know, go on YouTube and who's who are people that inspire you? Search out an interview and, you know, you can listen to like I, I, I do this all the time just to sort of get my almost every day just to sort of get up, you know, for the day of like, oh, yeah, like people are doing amazing things. I can do amazing things, too. And then once you feel that energy and kind of that emotional lift, I think that's the time to try to do that fills the oxygen tank, so to speak. So you can do that deep dive. Um, I also have a final thought. Double um, final thought. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Uh, verbs, Blake, I think you did exceptionally well on this episode. Um, but I would also like to just tell you that I appreciate you both. <laughs> yes. Just for who I am? Just for who you are. Even yeah, though you don't me. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. Thank you, Courtney. I guess we should say we appreciate you too at this point. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I, only, I appreciate you too. You can save it for later. Um, I'm just kidding. When it's more authentic, I will. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends. And don't forget, join us in the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. This is where you will catch all the Trapper Keeper conversations and many more ongoing references from the 80s and the 90s. So we can't wait to see you there in the group. But we will be here next week with another great episode. So until then... Stay focused. Let's go to mindset two. The next shift you want to make to win in the fourth quarter is to shift from trying to do all the stuff to doing the right stuff. So do the right Wait. stuff. Should I just is say it how it's written? 
<laughs> well, I was going to say, isn't that a song? What 90s band? Oh, you know what it is. I can't think of it. <laughs> no oh, one knows this? That was New Kids, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, the was the Beat. Block. The fried the stuff. Wall burgers oh, in the oh, building. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah, guys, trapper keepers, new kids on the block. And then there was the, the Weird Al parody, like, which was '80s a hit to stay. Yeah, the white stuff was about Oreos. That was the Weird Al version. Of it. <laughs> What's in the middle? The white stuff. All right, let's start number two again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.